Live from Studio B, this is Proudly Made in Canada by Local Laundry, and I'm one of your co-hosts, Connor Kern, and with me today is my other fellow co-host and co-owner of Local Laundry, Justin Paisley. Awesome. So, thanks for everyone for joining us. This is episode four. Cuatro. Episode four. Um, just checked our podcast stats. On Anchor, we have uh, 16 plays and an estimated audience size of four. Thank um, you to the four out there who have uh, tuned in. <laughs> now, keep in mind that is with um, we switched. We were on Lipson. I don't know if you guys ever recorded podcasts or any guys care, but we were on Lipson. I was playing around with that. It was good. Then someone suggested Anchor, and uh, I seem to like it so far. It's kind of, you know, you put it up and it pushes out to all the different platforms, and you can record right in the browser and no having to mess around with garage band and exporting it and uploading it and that kind of thing so we'll uh, see how it goes um what's been going on dustin we have had two very great christmas markets or holiday markets well uh, um, so far this this christmas season we've yeah. got another big one coming up with market collective uh but they've been fantastic so far and i think we're we're up for a a good christmas season yeah yeah, it's it's interesting. This is, I think, only year two, maybe three of Christmas markets. I think last year, we've done a handful of markets before, but last year, we kind of really decided, let's start doing some more markets. I never really wanted to do Christmas. I never wanted to do markets, period. Uh, and I kind of had the m- mindset that I never wanted to be someone that was kind of like peddling or pushing my products and like, hey, check out these sweaters, you know. And I just had this image of my mind of someone like peddling sweaters on a street corner. And no one really seemed to care. Um, but markets have been really great. They've been fantastic. It's it's different for a brand that is online. Yeah. It gives us a chance to be front-facing with our customers, to have conversations, to be getting feedback, to be talking to people. I think that's one thing that we really miss as a, as a wholesaler when we're selling to other small business owners because they get to have the conversations with our customers. So the markets are a great way, if not for sales, but for a way to really connect with your customers. And I would encourage anyone who is selling products online to to do the same, right? Make the investment, do your research, find the right market, but invest in spending time really talking to your customers. You know, it might not be a great sales day. You might not uh, make a lot of money. You might not even break even, that's okay. As long as you're talking to your customers and getting feedback, I think that's the most important piece. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and we, so when we started our, we started really getting involved in markets, our first market was a little modern market. And that was the market we just had last week, this past weekend, but our markets, our booth actually booth just looked awful. Like it was so funny. You're always looking at, everyone's got these such like pristine, perfect booths and ours just looked look like a dog's lunch it's kind of just like a sweater strewn across a table you know that we stole a, a tablecloth from my from my mom and and you know stuff hanging up everywhere we can hang up no signage but slowly it's getting better and better and better, and better. um small incremental improvements right yeah yeah and then it's also nice from a cash cash flow perspective it's 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 nice cash injection right into uh Right into the bank, and you don't have to worry about net thirty or any any of that or terms or anything like that. So it's just it's it's right away, and again, it's that interaction with. Um, have you noticed how little cash we're taking away from markets these days? Everyone pays by credit card. Yeah. You mean like, uh, like how? Oh yeah, how it's all cards. And, Absolutely, everyone's paying by card. Yeah. No one carries cash these days. 
And do you like that? Uh, well, you're losing processing fees, right? As a small business owner, every every little dollar counts. So it's great to walk away with cash, but I mm. think from a convenience perspective too, right? You don't have to worry about a float as much. You're able to, to really walk away with uh, all that money in the bank the next day. Yeah, we just started using uh, Square. What are your thoughts on Square so far? Square's great. You know, I, I wish Shopify would make the contactless uh, tap readers available for its Canadian customers, but they've only focused on the U.S. market for now. So Square was our only option for the card reader, and that really made it a lot easier with that contactless chip. So if there's any small business owners out there uh, running markets or doing retail sales, strongly recommend the Square POS reader. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny because we were using the Shopify, and with Shopify... Not an ad. Yeah, <laughs> we love Shopify because, you know, it's a Canadian company, um, great story. They make everything easy to use. They were part of the, you know, when I Google search how to make a t-shirt company, they're the ones that had the YouTube videos show me how. But the only thing that really sucks with them is their POS equipment. And it doesn't make sense because in, in the U.S. they have the contactless, you know, um, card readers and that kind of thing. But here, I don't know why, if you're still doing with a swipe. And I was talking to a few other um, other companies that, that are using it. and. Uh, yeah, sometimes it takes a couple of seconds to swipe and it slows it like downtime and you got to make like small talk. The guys right beside us were Calgary Heritage Rosen Co. They were slanging coffees all market long, but they were using the, the stripe. They're not the stripe, but the, the, the card swipe for Shopify. And like, I can imagine you got like a huge lineup of people in their coffee having a swipe individually. It's true. The only thing I think they had going for them is the line on the opposite side of the card reader was equally long because everyone's waiting for their coffee. Yeah. But uh, do you use cash ever for anything? Very rarely. What do you? What would you use cash for? I will only carry cash. Carry cash in the event for whatever reason it's needed. For example, uh, the local Chinese food place we go to offers a discount for cash. What's the discount? Uh, well, they just charge you the the credit card fees, so they don't absorb them. Mm. So that's that's a that's one where I use cash, but. Other than that, it's it's very rare that cash ever gets used. Yeah, it's yep. crazy. Yeah, I just got uh, Google Pay on my phone. Oh yeah, have you tried that out? Uh, I have. Does it work? I haven't actually used it, but I've put it on my well, phone. I'll do a negative shout out to RBC. They didn't have the ability to link Google Pay with their uh, their WestJet credit card, so Ooh. I couldn't use Google Pay, but I used Apple Pay, and it's it's very convenient. But I think it's also it's very telling. Um, I'm sure for anyone who knows me knows that outside of local Andre, I also work at a bank. Uh, and it's very fascinating to see where the whole money movement is going. And, and we see now that people can, everything's digital, right? They, they don't even carry the plastic anymore. They're just paying everything with their phone. And we're starting to see that become more common. And I think we're starting to see a lot of other technologies start to come into, into place where uh, it makes it easier. Right. So even removing the credit card to reduce the transaction fees and and many of the other pieces, i.e. cryptocurrencies and digital currencies. And uh, the Bank of Canada has said that they're investigating launching their own digital currency. So I think that's an interesting piece, too, that we're going to start to see is uh, less and less cash altogether and people actually being able to pay from a wallet on their cell phone containing their digital currency issued by the Bank of Canada, as an example. Um, so, yeah, it's just kind of interesting to see where that whole uh, transformation within the financial world is happening. But. Well, and it's something we've also kind of highlighted and, and it's something I wanted to get your thoughts on because you're, you're in the banking world and you're, it's starting to, um, you know, get that time around the season where we're spending a lot of money and, you know, 
money is um we're reading all sorts of all sorts of articles about how like Canadians are an all high all time debt. And the thing I, I I was reading about the difference between paying in cash and credit or debit or card, you know, tap just makes it so easily. But when we pay with cash, we have that feeling, we have that pain sensation mm-hmm. in our brain, like subconsciously yeah. that something is going away from me, you know. But with with tap credit, you know, Google Pay, we it's nothing. We don't have it yet. It's yeah. nothing. It's yeah. like magic. It's yeah. like we just. There's, we just get the things that we want and we forget about it. There's no empty envelope. There's You can still spend, right? It goes back to that whole theory of the envelope theory, right? Where every time you get paid, you take out the cash and you put it into the envelopes where it goes, right? It's mm. the budgeting tool. Mm. And when the envelope for, let's say, shopping, as an example, is empty, well, no more money in there. Yeah. You can't spend anymore, right? Yeah. But with a credit card, there's no... There's no, there's no buffer. There's no hard stop on on an item when you overspent in a certain area. So it, it makes makes budgeting a lot harder, and it makes I think financial management a lot more difficult too because it's it's very easy to get carried away on a credit card. Yeah. So are you worried about where Canadian household debt is going? Um, in re- in relations to our business, uh, th- there's definitely I think a, a concern. Um, when you look at Canadian debt levels, it's, it's very high. And I think a lot of that is attributed to the fact that the Vancouver and Toronto housing markets are, are incredibly inflated and, and not to say they're overvalued, but they, they, they're a very high cost of living, right? So when you look at your, your income to debt ratio, it's, it's tremendously high because you could be carrying a mortgage on, you know, a $1.3 million property or whatever the case is. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think Canadians do have a pretty high consumer debt level. I think it was. Uh, was it higher than Americans? I actually don't. Know. I, I I think it is. Mm. Um, partly due to the financial crisis, right? I think Americans got hit quite hard in two thousand eight. I think Canadians were sheltered quite a bit from it because our real estate market was uh, much more safe than the American one. Um, but but it is a concern. You know, I, I've heard a lot of stats. Far more than fifty percent of Canadians are you know less than. $300 away from insolvency, right? In terms of increased in monthly payment. And when you look about what's happening, particularly in Calgary, uh, City Hall is debating on a property tax increase right now because they've got a huge deficit in their budget and they're looking at even 1.5 to 2% on, on a half a million dollar property, which is probably safe to say somewhat of an average home price in, in Calgary. Um, that's an extra one to, to $200 a month. Um, that, that's not, you know, substantial. Uh, Maybe that was a year, but but regardless, you know, you're facing a lot of pressures on increasing costs. You're facing recently insurance has been a huge one that people have been complaining yeah. about. Has your auto insurance gone up? Yeah, uh, home insurance particularly was up. Uh, I want to say four hundred percent over the past three years. It's gone up, uh-huh. um, and so we're seeing that all across the board, right? Even pet insurance has gone up substantially. Do you have pet insurance? Yeah, we do. <laughs> so. Not to go on too much of a tangent, but uh, I, I think it, it's definitely a concern, right? You have all these rising costs and we're going to a bit of a slowing economy. So you're facing more unemployment. And even that, you're seeing a huge wage stagnation. Um, so your your costs are starting to really creep up, right? And for many Canadians who have a high debt load, that uh, that causes an issue. And it removes a lot of your discretionary spending. Mm. So for a small business owner... As your property taxes and your cost of goods and everything else goes up, it's really challenging because you're battling with consumers who have less, really less discretionary income. Yeah. Um, so it, it's tough, right? And especially as a, as a business that's made in Canada and we're more of a premium product, 
it is more of a challenge, but I think it's a bit of a battle, right? And I think part of it is from trying to, I guess, educate the consumer a little bit more. Uh, and it's something that I've been doing myself too, right? Because prior to local laundry, I would, I, my, I came from a very cheap family, right? We would try and always get the best deal, never overspend. My brother is literally one of the cheapest person, people in the world. Um, <laughs> To, to, to his benefit, to his credit. I hope he's not one of those four listeners. <laughs> um, I love him. For, excuse me. I love him for it. But, you know, I think we need to look at when you are spending, uh, take the example of, you know, I needed a new shovel the other day and I looked and it's like one was $20 and one was $60. And it's like, you could, you could fair to assume like, oh, I'm not buying a $60 shovel. It's one's $20. I'll buy the $20 one. But the shovel I have right now, I, I probably did that last purchase. I don't remember, but it's got a crack right in the middle and it's three years old. So do you really want to spend the $20 now and then have to spend another $25, $30 in another year or two, whatever? Or do you invest a little bit more upfront right now? Mm. Buy less, but you're buying quality that's actually going to last you. So it's a, it's a tough pill to swallow, but I think we do need to be spending more on quality products because in the long run, you're actually spending less because it's going to last longer. Yeah. The other big contributing factor to that equation is spending your money locally. Yeah. And uh, I'll, I'll get the, is there show notes? We'll link up in the show notes. Um, you think we you think we're fancy enough to have show notes? <laughs> well, we'll post it somewhere where the source is. But there's a study that says that for every dollar you mm. spend locally, $3 are re-entering the local economy. Right. Which you can't say for any of these big box stores that we're buying from, right? You spend a dollar at that store and and part of it is paying wages and you're paying rent to that location back to what I would hope would be a local landlord. Uh, but in a lot of cases, that money's just gone, right? It's right. supporting manufacturing overseas. It's supporting salaries for executives for a global company that works wherever in the world. Um, and all those dollars don't come back locally. So I think it's really important, especially this holiday season, which I think we're going to talk a little bit about, is to really think about when you are buying these Christmas gifts, when you are spending this money, how can you support some local companies in right. the process? Right. Yeah, and I think, uh, you know, while people's overall spending ability, you know, here in Calgary, you know, they're not going to be able to spend like they were in 2012, 13, 14 but the one thing I've noticed is people want to be a lot more deliberate in their spending habits. You know, they, they, they might have a little bit less money to spend. So they're very careful of where they spend it and who they spend it with. And something I think a lot of people now that they, they want to know who they're buying from, mm. right? They want to know the people behind it. They want to know, you know, where is this t-shirt made? Where's the sweater made? Where's this coffee source? Where is, you know, all of this, they want to know the people behind it. And I think there's a big drive to, to really get to know, you know, people want to buy, you know, coffee from roasters that they're on first name basis. They want to buy their beer from people that, you know, that they, they can go into the, the brew house and, and see the brewers actually making it. And I think it's, I think it's the same with clothing and that kind of thing. People want to be a little bit more deliberate. You know, they only have so much money to spend and yeah, they have to invest it wisely and they have to, uh, yeah, they want to get to know the people behind the brands. I think so. And we're seeing this rise of conscious consumerism. Yeah. Right? Um, a lot of people are starting to, in their purchase behavior, uh, I, I've spoken to a few people who are on this path, and I think you were even looking at it too, was I'm only going to buy secondhand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that's an interesting shift too, right? And people aren't buying directly from companies anymore. They're, they only want to buy secondhand or 
they only want to buy something that's that's made in Canada or that's local. Um, so I think that's an interesting shift too. But it's uh, I think it's a positive trend. So predictions for this holiday season? Do you think the A people are going to be spending more or less in general than they did last year? And do you think we're gonna you know, people are going to be buying more or less local laundry this year compared to last year? Great question. Personally, I think people are buying less this year. Yeah, I think there's two combinations, at least locally here in Calgary. One is uh, we have less dollars, right? Uh, I think everyone in Calgary is feeling the pinch. Well, I shouldn't say everyone, but most Calgarians are feeling the pinch um, of of their dollars, right? They just don't feel like they've got that surplus as much, so they're going to buy less. I mean, we're doing it with our family, right? We used to draw yeah. names where we draw names, and you'd get one of the one of the adults in the family, yeah, um, and then everyone would still buy gifts for all the kids. But this year we've dropped that one, right? So we're not buying for the adults this year. It's just yeah. we're just buying for the kids. So I think we're seeing a little bit more of that. Um, and I, my prediction for local laundries, I think, I hope we still see a good sales year, particularly this year. Now that we're completely transitioned to local laundry, yeah, uh, I hope that more people are choosing to buy local because this is where we do the bulk of our sales. Absolutely, November, December, and then yeah. January it's ghost town. Yeah. So we'll see. It's going to be interesting to, to kind of see how the holidays go. Yeah. Uh, I started uh, a new holiday tradition a couple of years ago, and we've incorporated local laundry into it, and it's a ton of fun. I have to sign up uh, this year again, but it's the Reddit Gift Exchange. Oh, yeah. Because it's the same kind of thing. It, it reminded me when you said uh, how you guys do gifts in your family. We don't do any gifts. You know, me and my wife don't even do gifts anymore because, mm. you know, it's we, we don't see the point. But one tradition I like is the Reddit Gift Exchange where you're paired with some stranger over the internet, yeah. and you get to learn all about them. And like their Reddit browsing, you know, preferences and they get to learn all about you and you buy gifts for each other. And it's like 20 bucks, you know, minimum, you can do more, you can do less. And it's just, it's become my new favorite tradition. Not, I just get so into the giving and like figuring out what this person's like and what I can get them. And, and last year was the first year we participated as a company. So last year, you know, local, I signed local laundry up and, um, you know, so one lucky uh, participant got a bunch of local laundry gear. I think they're out of Ontario, and whoever got matched with us, we just asked them to donate twenty bucks to their favorite local charity. And I think we, they donated uh, twenty bucks in our name to a, an animal shelter in like Hamilton or something. Yeah. Are you gonna do the the Reddit gift exchange again this year? Oh, absolutely! It was a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. I was so excited, and I think this year usually I do international. Like once I got a, a jazz student from Montana. Another year, I got a dad of four from like Pennsylvania. Last year, I got a couple from Israel. I think this year, I'm going to do stick within Canada. Mm. Who knows? Maybe I'll get some uh, lucky local laundry uh, gear. You could be the lucky one. But um, so, kind of just in the same vein, uh, one of our team members, Kathleen Smiley, uh, she came out with a great blog that's coming out this later this week, you know, um, this Friday, as we all know, is Black Friday and the following Monday, Cyber Monday. Um, what are your thoughts on Black Friday, Cyber Monday in general? Good question. That's a loaded question. <laughs> it is a loaded question. It's funny because as a consumer, I'm waiting right now to make a lot of purchases <laughs> Me too. until Black Friday. What right? are you waiting on? Well, what do you want to buy? The shovel's a great example. I need a yeah, shovel, yeah, right? Yeah. I, I, need an, I need a ladder. We've just moved into to this house. I don't have a good ladder. Um, we need a new car seat. We need a stroller for the new baby coming up. We right. need a new baby monitor. So like, there's a lot of things that, that we... Uh, that we need for uh, for kids stuff that we're like why why not wait till Black Friday and yeah. see if we can get a deal. Um, and we've been looking at a Chromecast 
and I was going to get one, but I've waited because I know that there will probably be a deal for Black Friday. So it's funny because it changes consumers a little bit because for me, I may have made a few of those purchases already, but I'm waiting until Black Friday to see if there's any deals. And for some of them, it's like I don't necessarily need a ladder right away. Totally. Bore up my neighbors when I turn the <laughs> Christmas lights and that worked perfectly fine. Um, but if there's a good enough deal to be had, then I think it makes sense to make the purchase. From from local laundry's perspective, it's it's a bit of a challenge, right? Because we we're we're a brand where we're trying not to uh, diminish that brand by putting yeah. everything on sale. So we're cautious of that. And I think the other thing we don't want to get ourselves into is the consumer behavior that I'm participating in right now, which is, oh, I'm just going to wait until Black Friday to make that sale, which kind of dips your sales leading up to that, right. which can challenge your cash flow. Um, but I think I think Black Friday, if I had to guess, I think it hit its peak. Oh, really? I do. And I think the pandemonium around the holiday, I may be wrong, has slowed down a little bit. Like I remember watching videos of people in Walmart getting trampled, fighting, trampling over each other to yeah. get two hundred dollars off a TV, <laughs> which is crazy. Um, so I, I think that that's slowed down a little bit, and you've seen brands, um, was it Patagonia or, or um, REI in the states? Yeah, uh, last year for Black Friday, or a few years ago, just said our doors are closed. Get outside for Black Friday. So I think with this rise in in conscious consumerism, I think you are seeing a little bit of pushback towards the holiday. Um, but but I think it's it's also it's a good chance for for brands and companies to be able to put on discount a lot of their old stock that they need to yeah. get rid of. Um, and our brand's the same, right? We got a lot of old SKUs that um, that aren't necessarily in cycle anymore, and they're pieces that are in our inventory, and we want to be able to to get out the door and get to our customers without. Uh, without having to sit on them for too much longer. So um, we did pretty busy Black Friday, Cyber Monday weekend last year. I expect it'll probably be similar this year. And based on our previous conversation a couple minutes ago, do you think we'll do better or, or worse this year? I think we'll be, I think a slight improvement than last year. Yeah. That's my hope. You? Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm fairly confident. Yeah. I think, uh, I think, I think we'll do a little bit better. I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic. Cautiously optimistic. But yeah, I've been finding I'm kind of in the same vein. I've been finding myself like waiting until Black Friday, and you got to be careful. Like if you're looking at stuff on Amazon, they'll slowly creep the price up, like three, four weeks leading up to Black Friday, and then drop it back to what it was a month ago, and have the tag like twenty yeah. percent off. Yeah. So you feel like you're getting a sweet deal, but you're actually not. Yeah. But um, yeah, so Black Friday is this this coming week, and um, so on Thursday we got two great blogs coming out on the website. One is uh, by a fellow named Jordan uh, Flagel who owns uh, Tree Explorations, and he's going to be talking about. Um, he's going to. I had a great meeting with him. He's going to be our sustainability guy, our sustainability consultant. He's got a ton of master's degrees in in, in sustainability and bioscience and all this stuff. He's super smart. But um, he's going to be posting a blog about um, the sustainability of, of proudly made in Canada, of Canadian made clothes, and why it's better for the environment. Fascinating conversation. I asked him about. I was so excited to show him our bamboo cotton, and he loved it. And I was like, um, "What is your take? Like, is, is bamboo organic? Uh, as organic bamboo cotton as sustainable as everyone thinks it?" And he's like, "Yes, a hundred percent." He's like, "You could take one stalk of bamboo, cut it down, make a T-shirt." Come back the next year, show that shirt, and say, "This is what we're, we've, this is what we've made the shirt from, and it's back to its original size." Cut it down again, make another shirt, mm -hmm. and it'll just keep going. Yeah. And then I asked him, "What's better, um, recycled polyester or organic cotton?" And what do you think is better? 
my assumption would be organic cotton. Yeah, I would have thought recycled polyester, but he says it's better to have something that's sustainable and used the first time mm -hmm. rather than having to use it again. Right. right? He says every time you recycle something, it becomes less and less. Um, you know, the quality becomes less and less. So he actually said it's better to do organic cotton, um, bamboo cotton. He says it's it's phenomenal. Not surprised um, by that answer. You're not? No. I mean, even though you think about recycled polyester, it's very cool that yeah. some of our garments are made from recycled plastic bottles. But when you think about it from a sustainability context, um, it would be ideal if that plastic bottle wasn't even in the waste stream to begin with. That's exactly what he said. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. So that whole blog is coming out on uh, – should, should be coming out tomorrow, Tuesday. Uh, but on Thursday, uh, one of our um, – one of our uh, co-workers, um, uh, Kathleen Smiley, who also works for Local Laundry, has been working for us for a good wee while. She's a, um, you know, she was a PR student, and, and now she works for Curiosity Calgary. And she wrote a great blog, Eight Made in Canada Companies to Buy from This Holiday. So she put together a little conscious uh, gift-giving guide on our, that's coming out on our website Thursday. And she highlighted eight Canadian-made companies that actually make everything in Canada that are great local companies that if you want to support um, – you know, definitely support this Black Friday, Cyber Monday, and, and holidays if you're looking for for gifts to buy. So a little bit more of that conscious spending, you know, the deliberate and intentional spending. So, so the list is at number one, none other than local laundry. She has nothing but great things to say about local laundry, which I'd hope so because Fantastic. we pay her to say nice things. Um, and she highlights the organic bamboo cotton zip ups that we just came out. Super soft. They're the only thing that's going to be on the website that's not going to be discounted. Is their bamboo cruise? So uh, bamboo cruise and zip ups. Sorry if you're waiting to, to buy them. Um, not going to be discounted. Uh, Milk jar candle is another one. Milk jar candle is owned by our good friend uh, Holly. She we have the collaboration candle with her. Uh, Sweater weather. She uh, I got to go check out how she makes all her candles. It's it's super interesting. Wood burning wick. Calgary Chamber of Commerce Small Business Award finalist. Finalist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just one of the smartest business people we know. Um, third is uh, Brewster's Brewing Company. So uh, there's a plethora of local breweries to to choose from. Brewster's is a is a great one. We've had a longstanding relationship. Second generation uh, brewing. They're they're one of the oldest in uh, in Alberta. Super great. They this coming week you get uh, uh, if you buy a fifty dollar gift card you get a bonus gift card for ten bucks. So get uh, sixty dollars for the price of fifty, which is which is pretty cool. Uh, Calgary Heritage Rosen Co is another one. Um, of course, you know we're the biggest fan boys of Calgary Heritage Rose and Co. Mike and Jamie, um, they're they're like our I don't know I don't want to call work wives, but they're like work brothers. They're, we always kind of give each other a hard time and support one another. We hate them because they're both ex firefighters and ten times better looking than we are. But they got a great you know bunch of coffee coffee bags coffee. and and uh, that kind of thing. So if you're beautiful coffee shop, <clears throat> beautiful coffee shop in Ramsey, go check it out. Um, modern habitat. Now, Kathleen came up with this one. I've never heard of these guys before and her, she defines them as jazz up your home and your life with pillowcases from modern habitat. Cue the, where'd you get that? And the OMG, your home is an Insta backdrop from your friends and family with these trendy AF pillowcases. Cool. So in the words of Kathleen Smiley, not Dustin or I, um, but yeah, modern habitat that make great pillowcases. Like Grandpa was another one. So this is an Edmonton company. Good uh, Ken is a good friend of a uh, good friend of ours. He was actually our booth, our market mentor. I like to call him when we started doing markets. He gave us a lot of uh, a lot of tips, a lot of um, 
a lot of know-how to. He's been in the game, the market game for a long time. Got the sweetest mustache. He makes, uh, oh, I should say what they make. They make beard oils and beard balms, women's body oil, dry shampoo, um, and they're swapping out the chemicals, weird ingredients for natural wholesome products. So like Grandpa, really great as well. Uh, one of the two more, we got Lulu Lollipop, also a company I've never heard of. Uh, for all those special babies in your life, there's Lulu Lollipop. This is Canadian-made company is making safe products for every newborn's adventure. Okay, products like teethers, pacifier, clips, blankets, baby goods. So Canadian-made. Hey, you got a baby on, on coming up? I do. Yeah, That's good to know. Lulu, Lulu Lollipop, and then the last one rounding out is uh, Drizzle Honey. Of course. Uh, powerhouse in this in this city, Drizzle Honey. They're all natural, raw honey, unpasteurized, Canadian-made. Um, now she says this, it's rumored that one of our team members ate an entire jar with a spoon. I don't know who she's talking about. I certainly didn't eat a whole jar of honey with a spoon. Nope. I don't know if you have, so it's either Kathleen or our other teammate Briar. So, um, but yeah, impressive. that is impressive. I don't so blame them. It's delicious honey. Yeah. Uh, Asia and team also won a big award this year. They were a startup Canada Prairies winner for social entrepreneurship. Yeah. Uh, so good for them. That's fantastic. Outside of those, what are what are some of your favorite local companies these days? Um, I'm always a big fan of uh, Alberta Boot Company. Mm. Um, I just met the guys behind Little Lion Men. They make uh, leather goods. So they're going to be at Market Collective. Uh, we're going to be at Market Collective two weeks in December. I'm hoping to get a wallet from them with the, my insignia, my, my CC. Um, yeah, we have about 30 seconds left before the uh, anchor kicks us off the browser recording. Was there anything else you wanted to, to share out? Uh Buy local. Buy deliberate, buy local, buy Canadian made. Yeah. Check your labels. Check your labels. Buy local this holiday season. Okay. So that is the fourth episode of Proudly Made in Canada by Local Laundry. I'm one of your co-hosts, Connor Kern. And and I'm Dustin Paisley, live from Studio B. Okay. Thanks for joining. Thank you. Last word. Buy local.